This is the Medical Beat on 97.1 FM Talk. Good morning. Uh, this is the Medical Beat, uh, 97.1 FM uh, Talk Radio. Uh, this is Dr. Steve Harvey. We've got Dr. Jessica Whalen. Uh, we have our two very special guests who we're going to introduce in just a little bit. And we have Chad on the board. How are all you guys doing? Good. Well. How are you? Good, good. Doing good. Thanks. Hey, you say hi too, Chad. Hello. How's it going? Going good. We're sharing a microphone. That's what, that's, what the, that's what the funny noise was. We didn't have quite enough microphones to go around. So, you know, budget, <laughs> budget cuts, all that stuff. So anyway, um, so we've got an exciting topic today. Uh, the, the topic we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about uh, stigma, uh, including stigma in mental illness. And today we have in studio uh, a very, very exciting group of people who are doing some wonderful work to decrease the stigma of mental illness and uh, to help people understand mental illness better. Isn't Very that much. exciting? Very much so. That, that is exciting. Yeah. So let's, uh, let me introduce our guests here. So we've got, uh, we've got Richard Cohen, a, a, who I will introduce as a guy who acts. Hello, Richard. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> you bet. And we have Helene Meyer, uh, who does not act. But is a oh she she, she does act she does she does act okay and and also writes and edits plays and I'm I'm sure other things too creative uh, director yeah. founder yeah. CEO of Slaying Dragons <laughs> yeah thank you and Jessica this goes on yeah right? <laughs> many 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 things so it's an organization called Slaying Dragons and I I don't know if I can do it justice but Slaying Dragons does a lot of great work to try to. Uh, and it has a creative approach to uh, decreasing stigma uh, about surrounding mental illness and to help educate the public about what mental illness is really about. So I guess to start out with, if whichever one of you is more talkative today, I don't know if we want to pick on <laughs> Helene first. or Should Richard we flip first. a coin? We could flip a coin and whoever loses goes first. Yes. <laughs> so uh, whichever one of you jumps in first, can you start by telling us, just kind of tell us basically what is what is slaying dragons and and what do you guys do? Well, I guess I'll start since all years since it's I found, founded, founder and CEO. I founded uh, the organization yeah. uh, in 2011, hmm. and uh, the purpose is, as you said, is to destroy the stigma of mental illness. Um, we used we use theater as the means to to reach our be successful in. Uh, approaching our actual mission. Yeah. Uh, it came to me t to do that because I felt like a lot of the lectures and so forth that even I had attended uh, as I had suffered from depression all my life, uh -huh. um, they were, you know, they were very clinical and interesting, but they didn't move people. Yeah. They, they didn't really let anybody know how it feels to have to live with these illnesses, right. not just the person who is has the illness, but all the family members. Yeah, so it was so, kind of boring and academic, it sounds like, and you had something better. Right, yeah, right, better and the, the human element was yeah. being left out. Yeah. So uh, in what we do when we perform the plays, in, and they cover a variety of different mental illnesses, is we educate, as you said, but we let, we do it through theater and have our audiences feel what yeah. it is to have schizophrenia, uh, depression, PTSD, whatever, to go through it with the actors on the stage 
so they have a better understanding of not just a technical term, Mm -hmm. but, you know, what it's like to have to live with these things. More of a gut feeling for what it's really like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then we always end uh, every event with a professional mental health care giver Mm -hmm. to answer questions because we are not experts in that field. We're just Mm -hmm. projecting what it is to be what, you know, whatever the illness is. So people then feel, and this I think is so important with what we do, they feel after watching the performance that they're in a safe environment in which to ask questions. They don't feel alone. Mm -hmm. They don't feel embarrassed uh, because here they are with a lot of people who have shared some of their same experiences. And then they have the professionals there to help guide them to answers to possibly find treatment and so forth. And um, what we've added recently to this year is a workshop part, which uh brings, engages the audience directly in role-playing some of the things that they have just seen. So it really engages the audience. Yeah, so 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 some of it's like an audience participation mm-hmm. sort of thing. So yeah, and, and so I guess a lot of this is uh, is is theater. I guess it's a play where a mental condition is is one of the main uh, is one of the main topics. Yeah, and, like yeah. for example, uh, what we're going to be doing, and I'll talk a little bit more about it if yeah. if I have a chance to tell yeah, about some yeah. of the things. Uh-huh. But uh, one of the plays we have is called Boogie Band, uh-huh. and it's kind of a play on Boogie Man. Uh-huh. That band having to do with the Taliban. Oh, okay. And it uh-huh. was written by uh, Dr. Don Fiedler, who is actually a practicing psychiatrist who worked with soldiers returning from Afghanistan. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, the play itself is about PTSD. Interestingly enough, not just the returning soldier, but the psychiatrist also suffers from it. Oh. So it's he's he's written it in a number of different yeah. versions. There's a two person and there's up to a seven person version, oh. <laughs> which we well, haven't gotten yeah. to yet. So, wow. so, so, so this is a military psychiatrist who writes plays about uh, PTSD. Or? Oh yeah, and it's it's very it's a tr- very dynamic play. Oh. Um, it really really touches on a lot of oh. aspects of it, and. Uh, it's just uh, ex- literally explosive at the end because we have yes. all this machine gun fire and all this going on. It's uh, it's yeah. a fun play to see and even more fun to act in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what role do you play in that? I Richard? play the about-to-retire Army psychiatrist. Oh, I can nice. picture you as that. Really? <laughs> well, that's ironic because my brothers happen to be psychiatrists. Are they really? Yes. Really? Oh, well, yeah. one of them is now retired. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So that's yeah. So, but so so you play the all the almost retired psychiatrist. I do play, and and the play is about uh, is about PTSD, which the doctor himself suffered from Vietnam experiences. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I guess I guess the people watching the play probably, you know, before the play don't really understand what PTSD is, and hopefully after the play have a much better understanding. Well, he's I, written it very, yeah. very cleverly. Mm-hmm. It goes from the present, which is, is the doctor's office, uh-huh. and through lighting effects and so forth, we, his mind, meaning the young soldier's mind, goes back to Afghanistan, and we use lighting effects to have that. And oh, he's, yeah. he talks with a, co- a friend of his who was also in the <laughs> service named Josh. Yeah. And their conversations are kind of separate. And then 
then we're back in the present, yeah. you know. So it moves back and forth, back and forth, and we find out in the end what was the real, real turning point for him that left him with PTSD yeah. because yeah. of was a very tragic thing that he had oh. to do. Yeah. All right. So we're almost at a commercial break. Uh, so Slaying Dragons, uh, Slaying Dragons, an organization uh, whose mission is to destroy stigma uh, surrounding mental illness. And uh, we're going to find more right after this break. Thank you. This is The Medical Beat, 97.1 FM Talk Radio. Uh, this is actually the first time that we're the medical beat instead of Eye on Health. I probably should have mentioned that earlier. It's basically the same show, mostly the same people, and uh, we're, we're glad to be here. Uh, today we're talking about uh, the stigma of mental illness and the organization called Slaying Dragons, who is uh, working to uh, defeat the stigma surrounding mental illness. We were talking about the sti- we were talking about stigma while we were off the air, and I guess some of the more obvious parts of stigma is I think stigma, you know, increases the suffering of people who are suffering from mental illness, and it, I think, to some extent, it warps public policy because you know physical stuff will get covered and mental health uh, does not get covered as well, and, sure. and also I think yeah, and I think it keeps people away from treatment who uh, who who might. They hide. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. People hide from treatment and don't get the help that they need. But uh, so they yes, don't. yeah, yeah. So so we're we're going to talk about stigma. So hey, Richard, you can you start t- tell us tell us stigma from your point of view. Well, the the stigma is so oppressive that for many years I didn't tell people that I'd been mentally ill, and I was involved in public endeavors, both in theater and politics. Yet I kept it hidden. Mm. And uh, part of that is because my own parents, they did not like the fact that uh, I had mental troubles. Oh, yeah. And that perhaps is what led to my, you know, the oppression <laughs> I got at home from it led me to be very secretive. Yeah. Only close friends knew. Yeah. And, and I guess it was even more stigmatizing back yeah. then than it is now. It's still still pretty stigmatizing now. I feel now, that's but, pretty common. Yeah. I mean, it's still even today we hear... But the public light, it's still too fantasized. It's not even it's still that realistic. And I believe that is what your group is still trying to portray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it, there's, they've come a long way in some mm-hmm. respects. But I know, for example, people, when they call in sick a lot of times, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just because they cannot get out of bed right. if oh. they're in such depression. I, I know personally somebody that would have to go to bed for three days. And yeah. he used to call it the black dog has, <laughs> has oh. is visiting me. And then several days after that, he he ran his own organization. He was functioning just fine. Hmm. He, he but, got better. Yeah. yeah. He and eventually, yeah, he he was in, went out into the public and, and publicly said, you know, that I suffer from depression and uh, we need the help, all the help and support we can get. But but I I think many many times when someone calls off from a job. Yeah. They're basically really just suffering from depression. And, and you can't, you and can't really anxiety. call them depressed. It's yeah, something I mean, else. That, and yeah. that's the thing is, yeah. you know, what do you do? Call, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just too depressed to go to work yeah. today. You know, right. I don't think is anybody not, still calls in yeah. that way. No, I mean, that's yeah. not they're not going to accept. Most people won't accept yeah. that yeah. as a legitimate. One of the right. reasons that I am now open about having had two mental illnesses 
is my participation in slaying dragons. At times in our performances, I'm the person with the mental illness. And then in our discussions afterwards where we get to interact with the audience, people will ask me about my experience as uh, for being mentally ill for so many years. And this has now allowed me to be able to talk to folks including being on the air today, although Steve assures me that nobody's listening. So <laughs> I, I, but there might be two or three. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I'll take my chances yeah. on that. All, all, my, all, all my friends are listening, so at oh. least at least two. At least, yeah. And and this, so I thank uh, Slain Dragons has not only provided me with the opportunity to act, and I had not acted in thirty nine years, but it has also allowed me to be more open and candid about my own experiences uh, having been mentally ill and uh, being an abused child before that. And I think, um, if I might jump in here, uh, in relation to something that Richard said, is you don't get over a mental illness. It's not like you take a few pills and then it's all all better. And I always like to compare it uh, to the physical illness of diabetes. It's something that will be a part of your life, all of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll, maybe, you'll be on a diet, whatever it is. And I, I feel that what most people need to understand is like, you can't say, I had depression. Right. I, am, I have a depressive mood yeah. illness. Right. That means I can go in and out. Yeah. But that doesn't make me not able to function. Yeah. Um, and and, and all, all of these are things that, like I said, like somebody will, will very easily accept the fact that you're a diabetic, okay? Yeah. And, you're, yeah. they, and you're, you know, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah. But when you say something like, well, I suffer from depression, you know, or have depressive, it's like, oh, well, they don't know what to say. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. like okay. yeah. Yeah. you can yeah. fix that. Or I, I yeah. still have patients today that come into my office <laughs> feeling like they're supposed to just change the way they think about things or that they can just fix it automatically. Yeah. Like, hey, just uh, think happy just thoughts. Just think happy thoughts. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pull pull yourself work. up by yeah. the bootstraps. Right. That was the old expression. I love, I do a lot of genetic testing, which I know a lot of psychs are still on the fence about. And I yeah. love doing it because when I do it, for me, it kind of it equalizes everything, and patients kind of feel like, okay, this is actually biologically rooted, yeah. and so they can tie it to something that's not all within. Oh, I can just put my mind to it. It's they know now. Okay, I can define this by something medical, <laughs> and I think that's what everybody needs to be reminded of. This is something medical. It is a medical condition. Yeah. Um, and when we do call into work, we should be able to say, hey, I ha- I'm having a depressive illness day. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think um, as far as slaying dragons, doing a lot of good work to help to help decrease that stigma and help people's understanding. So so Jessica here is also involved in slaying dragons. Can can you I tell am. us a little more about uh, about uh, what you guys do and what, what sorts of things you do for to help decrease stigma? Well, I am on the board. I am um, the vice president. Um, right now, I play lots of roles. I'm trying to help uh, make the board ro- more robust with Helene. Do you Helene. act, too? Do you act? Um, I prefer the backside. I've always <laughs> okay. been more of the backside person. We'll I have done some no. acting in the day. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica no. has a technical theater degree, yes. for those of you who don't know. So she 
So I did everything on the back end. Yeah. Um, so I've been helping Helene a lot with um, building out the board and trying to get uh, more people involved. So part of what we're trying to get, and if anybody is interested, we are trying to get either people who are interested in being board members. We are interested in getting people who are being interested in being creative members, whether they're wanting to act or whether they are wanting to um, write plays, scripts, or even just donate time, volunteer for shows, help set up tables, or even come see productions. And I know Helene has some um, information on some of the upcoming events that we have going on and some of the ways that you can donate to some of those productions. So I'll let her speak to more of those that are upcoming. If you want to go ahead and give us that information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we got some yeah. shows coming up. Yeah, tell us yeah, about thanks, those. Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, well we um we have in April and the date is April 8th. We will be at the Missouri History Museum, but we're not actually performing for them, but we're performing for a group called Maturity and the Muse, which we did last year as well and they were so moved by it they had us come to him come back. That will be at 10 o'clock. And 10 o'clock in the morning from 10 to 11. Um, following that, we have a big event in May, May 3rd. It's a Sunday from 1 to 4. And uh, basically, it's going to be a chance for anyone who is really interested in like what Jessica just said to become a, an active part of Slaying Dragons in, in promoting it, in sponsoring some of the shows that we are doing because we do, of course, need funding um, and uh, we would, want, would hope a lot of people would come to that, and it'll have a chance for them to see not a whole play, but at least a part of a very dramatic play that um, so they know what we do. That will be at Mama Campisi's on the Hill, and that's at 2132 Edwards, and that will be from 1 to 4 on that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and, do you all have a website for to? Yeah, to, we have yeah. a web, we have a website, and we have a Facebook page. And Jessica's yeah. also I got got yeah. us on some other ones. Yeah, so, so 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 like I think it's slayingdragons.org, Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 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 if you uh, if you weren't taking notes, you can look this up on <laughs> slayingdragons.org. There is also a Facebook page. Yes. And yes. Twitter. You may Twitter. Um, slaying dragons as well if you'd like to reach out you can tell us that you're interested in becoming a member yeah and, and as we're as we're um, reaching the end of the second uh, of, of this segment here i was wondering if you all could tell us what if people want to help slaying dragons if people are like hey this is a great thing what can i do to help what are some of the main things that, that you all are looking for i guess i guess money is one thing donation well yes and yes. and um we have had some some help from some very generous charities, mm-hmm. um, but our goal is to reach out to as many people as we can through churches, etc. Mm-hmm. We do not want to have to charge those venues, yeah, but yeah. we have expenses that, that need to be met so we can keep going. So we are looking for sponsors in, in regard to the financial aspect of it mm-hmm. who would help finance one of our programs, such, oh, yeah. such as what we've been talking about. Yeah. As Jessica says, we also need people who are interested in the acting end of it, uh-huh. are on the business end of it, promotional end, yeah. so, and uh, yeah. you so, know, so co- corporate sponsors, advertising, actors, yes, and, okay, right, okay. yeah, right. in the program. Also, if you want to make any donations, there is um, it is a five hundred three. 
Yeah, 501c3. 501c3. Mm-hmm. So that means it's tax deductible? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. We Absolutely. like tax deductions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and I, I know on the Slain Dragons website, there's a place you can click on that. So that's slaindragons.org. And I know there's a there's a some place you can click uh, to make a donation. Yes, there's a mm-hmm. PayPal, and there is the address that you can send um, right. as well. Yeah. They have both a check. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An old handwritten check. <laughs> yes, that'll, that'll work too. But yeah, so it's a it's a great organization, and they're doing a lot of great work. And we're we're going to find out more about them when we come back uh, after this break. We're back. Uh, this is the Medical Beat. I'm Dr. Steve Harvey. We got Dr. Jessica Whalen. Hello. 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 And we got Richard and Helene here telling us about slaying dragons. Uh, so for those of you who are just now tuning in, Slain Dragons is uh, an organization uh, whose mission is to... Uh, is to Slay uh, the stigma. Slay the stigma, yes. Slay the stigma of mental illness. And uh, I think it's certainly, uh, it's certainly something that needs slaying. Yes, <laughs> it a, is, a, a, for a sure. Thing that needs slaying. Because, you know, uh, you know d- uh, as you probably know, I'm a psychiatrist, and Jessica is, uh, as a, doc- is a doctorate-level uh, nurse practitioner who works in psychiatry. And we certainly see the, the bad effects of stigma all the time. Most definitely. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this is something that, that needs, to be, needs to be dealt with. Definite yeah. passionate point. Yes, yeah. So let's uh, let's kind of start with uh, let's start with Jessica for a minute here. Can you uh, just wh- whatever we've missed so far? Can you tell us more about slain dragons and what they do? And uh, well, I what's the deal here? I got involved in slaying dragons. I met with another physician who was actually involved with slaying dragons, and he introduced me to the board. So now I am also on the board as mm-hmm. vice president, mm-hmm. um, helping Helene. Uh, make the board more robust. So, of course, we're looking for more people that are interested, either through volunteering, becoming a board member, active people who want to become more um, on the creative side, being actors or maybe screenwriters, people who are interested in building sets or doing any of the back backstage sorts of things, yeah. assistant directing, etc. I know Helene could probably use a right hand <laughs> in the assistant directing realm of things. That takes a lot of work to put on productions these days. Yeah. Um, so the, I know there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah, um, and, and, and the productions are fantastic. I've, yes. I, I've I've seen a lot of good reviews, and people I know well have gone to these, and it's not, it, it's not like you're going to some high school play or something no. like that. No, and not, and not, I, not not not. And to I think that, that is yeah. important. Yeah. I mean, we 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 don't consider ourselves as so much as a theater group, mm-hmm. because, but more as a an organization that yeah. was set up to destroy the stigma of mental illness. So yeah. we're more of a community group. We use theater. Yeah. To get to our mission to be successful. Yeah, yeah but, but you're, you're kind of like a theater group, though, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, I mean, yeah. that's how we reach people is through yeah. theater. And um, we, we want to very much uh, take the topical um, or very current il- illnesses, mm-hmm. issues that are really out there bothering people in the community a lot. And one of them, and I just want to bring this in. Yeah is that uh, I've talked to so many people who are very concerned about the almost epidemic portion of young people taking their own lives. Yeah. Down down to this low as the grade school level. I mean, it's just 
horrible. Mm-hmm. And um, we we are actually, we have one person who's on the board um, who is developing an entire program just about that for mm-hmm. us then to begin this next school year. Because the point is we're going to do a play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's writing a play. Young people will be involved in the play yes. because they will mm-hmm. listen much better to their own. And yes. uh, we, we want to take this play into schools, youth youth organizations, mm-hmm. wherever we can. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I hear so many stories at my where I work. People come up and, and tell me about it that uh, something has to be done. And if we can do the simple thing of making people aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know that everybody is as aware of it. And then have addressed it from a, a, a medical yeah. standpoint, uh, a social standpoint, too, yeah. that there's places these young people can go. I mean, they, yes. they don't have mm-hmm. to give up, no. you know, because yeah. that's what happens is that they, they have no hope. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I, I think, but there is yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I think we need we need more awareness of, of mental conditions and also for people to feel less hesitant to get help yes. if they need help. Because the other part of that is people need better access to care also. Very but that's much. that's access. a topic for a yeah. different day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could go on about access. Yeah, yeah let's, definitely. Let's, definitely let's, let's touch that third rail right now. Yeah, let's, let's stop. That's a show. That's a, that's a show. But uh, but yeah, I think people people need to be connected to help uh, much much more quickly than they are, and we see a lot of yes. a lot of tragic results of that hesitation to get help. So Very that's much. another another good reason that we're glad slaying dragons is around. At least we can start to bring the resources in and let people know where some of the resources are and that they exist mm. and that other people have been there yeah. in this environment of care yeah. is lacking as we kind of have access. Yeah. Um, and it's one uh-huh. of the reasons why this year, too, uh, one of our goals is to travel. To mm-hmm. um, not, We still want to you know, reach people in St. Louis and in St. Louis, Charles County. But, for example, we were at the uh, Disability Convention this past weekend and we had people from various places in the state come up and say we have nothing like this we have no mm. mental health mm-hmm. programs right. would you please come wow yeah. and and perform for us so we can use, start a discussion about this yeah and yeah. that that's why I feel we are so important yeah. we, we're unique in what we do but we are also vital to our communities so that people who are suffering, can get the help that they need. Yeah, yeah, and this is just a whole new avenue to help educate people about psychiatric illness and and to start new conversations because I think the world needs something other than just, you know, just their abnormal psychology class that they took in high school or, <laughs> exactly. or, what, or, or yeah. whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but this this is a good way to to start conversations and open up people's eyes. Very much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope that, I mean, like I said, we, we're starting our ninth year, which kind of blows my mind because wow. uh, I didn't think we'd get quite this far. But I have to say that the main reason is that every I keep running into people such as Jessica or uh, Richard over here who, who want to be a part of this movement. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's kept it going you know, all these years. So mm-hmm. uh, it just tells you how many people are affected. I think yeah. there's a passion point. I didn't 
I didn't go into, as, as he said before, my first degree was technical theater, and uh, I ended up in, in mental health care and in nursing when I went into nursing. Yeah. Mental health wasn't my first track either. That, that, that's, kind of a weird, <laughs> that's kind of a weird path there. Yes. and Just thought I'd point out the weirdness. <laughs> well, I, everybody already knows I'm weird. Nobody I know. I'll second that emotion. I'll second that. <laughs> I, I won't deny it. Um, but I found that I am the person I am for um, encouraging in avenues where I, I am that I'm the passion person making awareness in areas and speaking for people that I feel don't have a voice has always been a cause of mine mm-hmm. and I feel in mental illness that is definitely one of the areas I feel where I felt my voice was needed and I feel this group is somewhere where I was needed and I think that's why I was so gravitated towards slaying dragons I've been gravitated yeah. for mental um, health patients um, and so I think anybody who's attracted to that sort of thing needs to get involved. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I think something, uh, a couple things we'll want to cover uh, before we get to the next commercial break is can, can you tell us again, when is the next performance? If people are interested in seeing one of these performances, can you tell us yeah. that again? Yeah. The very next one is April the 7th and it is uh-huh. at Missouri History Museum. Eighth. I'm sorry, 8th. You're right. Uh-huh. Thanks, Richard. There you go. Thanks, Richard. A- yeah, yeah. Uh, April the 8th, and it is at the Missouri History Museum, but it is for a, a different an organization that are made up mostly of seniors who have themselves had some mental health issues, oh, okay. um, and we have performed for them before, and oh. they invited us to come back. Oh. It starts at 10 o'clock, and it's, it's only for an hour, oh. and then we... We stay around to talk to the people afterwards. Oh, is the public invited to this, or is this only for people in that other organization? No, the public public oh, is invited. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And there's no no admission no. charge. No charge. No right. charge. It's free yeah. admission. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to act in this one, Richard? I am. Awesome. Uh, What's your role in this one? Well, there <laughs> there are three different roles. Uh huh. And uh, one of them, I get to play a cat. A cat? Yes. No way. And, uh, and he does back it. when I was doing when I was mentally ill, I huh? oftentimes thought I was a cat, so this is appropriate. <laughs> he, do, he, he does it magnificently. I mean, you have I to. Wish come, I wish I was. A cat. You have wow. to come see it's, it. Cat. The cat is a short piece, but it's humorous. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we were talking before about uh, hoping how to make the information concerning mental illness. Get, go down with people and they absorb it. Uh-huh. And Mary Poppins said that just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Uh-huh. Well, just a spoonful of entertainment makes the our information go down in a most <laughs> delightful way. Yes, yes. So that, beautiful way to put that. Yeah. But hey, um, we're going to go out in just a moment. But for people who want to help out with Slain Dragons, check out slaindragons.org. Uh, you can donate money there. You can contact the organization. If you are an actor who wants to do some volunteer work, if you want to join the board, if you can, uh, if you have connections to a corporate sponsor who might be able to help out, there are a whole lot of different ways that you can help with Slain Dragons. It's a great organization. They're doing a lot of great work. And uh, they're, they're trying to defeat stigma and mental illness and bring awareness to the wider community. And that's something that we really, really need to do. Thank so, you. So thank you so much for being here. When we come back, we're going to talk about another topic. We're going to talk about a fake cure for cancer. We're going to talk about something that does not cure cancer in spite of what Facebook might have told you. So we'll be back. We're back. This is The Medical Beat. 
Hello. I'm Dr. Steve Harvey. Hey, we got Jessica Whalen and we have Richard and Helene from Slain Dragons. They're still here with us. So while we were out on break, we were talking about uh, some of the stuff we see on social media. There, oh, there was, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> my eyes are already rolling to the back of my head here. So, and one very interesting uh, study came out that talks about um, some of the false medical stories that have that have been uh, prevalent prevalent in social media, and there and it sort of focused on one. The the study came came out of Stanford University from the Radiation Oncology Department, and it talked about uh, articles that had been widely shared on Facebook with entirely fictional stories about cures for cancer. And one of them, and I'll tell you that the title of the story that, that was on Facebook is uh, Cancer Institute Finally Admits Marijuana Kills Cancer. You know, basically, <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Love that headline. Love that headline. And and that story had more than 4 million engagements. Um, and at the same time, the, the top story that debunked the fake story that the very most popular story that debunked the false story had something like 40,000 engagements. Of so, course. Yeah, so if you can compare 4 million to 40,000 that's uh that's uh, about a more than 100 times mm-hmm. more. And I I think one one thing that I think is true is that uh fake stuff spreads around faster than true stuff. Do you think that's true? So, uh, interesting story, and I don't know if I talked about this before. Uh Before uh I went into technical theater, I was going to be a journalism major. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Journalism, yeah. First class is ethics. Second class is how to break every rule of ethics to sell (laughs) your story. Oh, great, okay. first rule is learning how to write a title to grab the attention of the reader, which Uh is things like... Something yeah. kills something. Right. <laughs> well, this one worked apparently because it got a lot of people to click on it. Yeah. Pot kills cancer. Yes. Yeah. That, that would be a good title. It right. will get you an A. I never got A's. I, dro- I, I dropped out. I like facts. facts. So I like a lot of facts, which is yeah. why I like NIH articles and right. medical literature. Yes. I wonder why I ended up in uh, healthcare. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. So I guess our articles with articles with boring titles like, no, marijuana does not kill cancer. Yeah. No one's going to click on that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I guess, you know, it's probably important to point out that, 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 you know, marijuana or cannabis or, you know, various derivatives of that probably do have some role in cancer treatment, you know, at least for, for preventing nausea for people who have mm-hmm. chemotherapy and to stimulate appetite and maybe to decrease pain. There, there probably is a role for that. But, you know, the stories that have been going around the Internet are basically saying, you know, the cancer cells will will just, you know, explode and die in the presence of marijuana. And it's like that that's a no. Yeah. And there are there is evidence of decreased inflammation and with some um in some of the in vivo and in vitro studies, they've mm-hmm. been able to replicate some apoptosis or cell death, but that does not correlate to killing cancer directly. So right. If you're not a scientist, you can't make that direct application to say, okay, we now have a drug that for certain is going to be a cure to cancer. We know that there are some anti-inflammatory properties, but this can't take place of the medications that we have that actually treat cancer. 
Yeah, because there is stuff that actually does treat cancer. Exactly. So that is something, and this is where we lead to a lot of harm because patients will read on social media, and I get this all the time, that they'll read these articles and they take the mistaken claims that from misconstruing what these articles are putting out there. Um, And so they can really do some serious harm to themselves because of what they'll read on social media. And um, this isn't just for cancer care. This is for all kinds of care that we see a lot of harms and deficits coming up. And I know I was just having a side conversation with Helene, too, and mental health and mental illness on social media Mm -hmm. and some of the issues that we see and the portrayals in social media. We're actually talking about the Joker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. I think um, definitely what. What you had to say about the medicinal point, uh, a lot of, I noticed that they're not on television that much anymore, but for a long, a while, several years, they were, there were a lot of promotions of different medications that were going to help depression. Oh, yeah. And uh, every person is an individual, you know, you can't say this medication is going to help everybody who's got depression, which is kind of what you're talking about with marijuana. I mean, it it can't be, it it may be effective, but not necessarily for, for you. You may need to have, try several different ones. Um, That that's one thing. I think the media in general, very often misrepresents people with mental illness in the sense that they are always going to be violent that's was my oh, objection yeah. to the yeah. joker is, um, be, i mean yeah sure right. there are some but mm-hmm. just because you say well i have a mental illness doesn't mean i'm going to go out and shoot somebody and of course when something yeah. does happen like that mm-hmm. immediately you hear before they even have a chance to check into it they'll say and the person doing the shooting mm-hmm. Had was had a mental illness. No, right. They don't even know that half right. the they, time. They don't know anything they, about they, them. They yeah, just assume bad. that, right. and that is so bad as far yeah. as the stigma. To to because then it just it reinforces the fact that people say, "Oh, well, yeah, we need to stay away from these people because they're dangerous." Right. You know? Yeah. So, but what I did like is the yeah. social commentary on our society and how we aren't necessarily helping people. And he was trying to get help. And mm-hmm. time after time, he was going to get his medicines. He was going to seek his uh-huh. help. He was actually going to try and get his services. And it was like slam in his face, mm-hmm. slam in his face. No one was there. You're no talking one about was the Joker listening. Movie? Yes. Really? And oh, okay. it was actually a social commentary on how bad the system is. And uh. it actually creates someone who who actually who probably had I believe in genetics. So he had sociopathy, you know, yeah. in the genes and then he had the trauma to go underneath it and everything else. It was just the perfect series of events that creates a, 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 a sociopath. And that's how this Joker is born. Um, But out of all of this, basically, our environment created it. And so I think it's a good social commentary on that and how we need to do more for mental illness. Yeah, Yeah. and we certainly do. And I I think it doesn't help that the movies and... um, Portray it in such a light because no, patients are not like that. Right, not even even close. And it is so, I mean, so difficult for some people to get... um, don't, to have the money, the means to get the help and and yeah, purchase that's true. the medication, uh, right. we had somebody that Richard and I both know uh, for several weeks. His situation became uh, financially difficult. 
he could not get the medication he needed, and uh, he he was yeah. suffering terribly. Yeah. Until finally something yeah. was resolved. Yeah, ac- ac- access is always an issue. Yeah. But hey, we, we're going to wrap up in just a little bit. So I, I want everyone to remember Slaying Dragons, slayingdragons.org. And the other thing I want you to remember is uh, pot does not cure cancer. <laughs> so and Facebook when, is not your doctor. <laughs> Facebook is not your doctor. And the people posting stuff on Facebook know even less than you do, if you can believe that. So that's it. Uh, hey, this is The Medical Beat. Uh, we're so glad you could join us today. And Thank out we you, go. Steve. Thank Very you, Steve. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us, Jessica. You betcha. You. All right. Ciao. That last song was dedicated to everyone who missed it because they were in the bathroom changing their tampon. And the next 12 hours of songs are for anyone who's trying the Diva Cup for the first time and is currently kicking back with uninterrupted period protection. Sound good to you? Check out the world's number one menstrual cup for yourself at shopdiva.com and get 10% off with code RADIO10. Conditions apply.